Today I want us to talk about freedom and really take time to appreciate freedom that we have right now. The freedom of speech, the freedom of living our lives to the fullest. And the biggest inspiration for today's podcast was the book called I Was Mengele's Assistant, Assistant by Miklos Nisli. And this Hungarian author, he actually did survive concentration camp where he, where he was working as a doctor and, and he was working directly with Mengele himself. And Mengele, if you don't know, he was a doctor as well and he was, respo- he was the main doctor in Oswiecim, which was a concentration camp built by Germans to eliminate Jews. And this book touched my soul on so many different levels that I strongly suggest you to read it in order to really, really appreciate the life we are living right now. And This book actually brought me to tears. I was sobbing really because of the horrors that were done to people by people. And I was wondering how difficult that must have been to watch by God. These killings, it was at least one end point one and a half, I mean one and a half million people died there and 65,000 Slovaks actually died there my from my country and it's just crazy to think of the things that people had to go through in these camps and I just feel outraged and I can't believe that that this actually happened and You know, you hear about it, you study about it at school, but once you read a book by somebody who actually went through it, it's unbelievable. And what um, Miklos was actually helping Mengel with was all these experiments that they did with the bodies because Mengele was convinced or his mission was to do experiments in order to speed up the reproduction of the German race. Meaning they were doing all these experiments on twins, for example, in order to figure out how to maybe, you know, how is it that a woman has twins like they were making crazy experiments there and Mengele was helping with this and all the stories of the work he had to do and all the things he saw himself will blow your mind it's how he describes that he walks into the room where 3,000 people were died with the gas, which, by the way, was delivered by the Red Cross, which is surreal. I was very much surprised to, to see Red Cross involved in such activities, but obviously 
that's how the third reich the third uh, empire let's say was you know it, it, it was everywhere and even red cross was doing its its duty duty so-called duty anyway miklos walks into this room and he doesn't see bodies you know all over the place he see a pile of bodies and it's because the gas was actually rising from the ground up and people desperately to survive would actually climb one upon another in order to survive which they obviously didn't because the gas went up eventually and they died like no matter what but he said that when he looked at the pile it was the children and women and the weakest people on the bottom and the strongest all the way up and it just made him sick and i just would like to i just would like to maybe you know be quiet for at least 30 seconds to really To really remember all those souls and all the sacrifice and everything that they've been through so that we remember that we are blessed okay so let's just be in prayer for these 30 seconds and then I'll continue this audio so let's go Okay, so now I will continue. So these were conditions where it was easily forgotten that you are a human being. And even Miklos, he had a very deep depression because he saw so many terrible things and he was not able to deal with those. And and there was one quote that I liked in the book which said that, you know, Miklos, he had to do many different tasks and eventually he was working with different doctors in the camp as well, in the camp as well. And he was moved by the fact that these people were interested very deeply interested in the work that they were doing meaning like helping people or if they had a case they had a little they had a case of little girl that survived a huge killing and they were all desperate desperate to help this child as if it was their own and well she she was killed in the end after all but she was killed in the end, but the the point was that what Miklos said about these doctors, I was moved that even behind the tangle of barbered wire, they still showed a deep interest in their profession. 
and I think that's a huge inspiration to all of us. What is it? What is it that you would do even in concentration camp? I know it's a crazy analogy, but I, it just made me really think, like, what activity would you choose? What would you do even if you were in a concentration camp and you were allowed to do it? And the way that Miklos actually describes Mengele is he says he was not such a huge monster. There there were there was one guy he mentions, I think he his name was Moll or something like that, and he was really, really cruel and um he would burn people alive and crazy, crazy things. And Mengele according to Miklos, was not such a huge beast. He was more of a fanatic, we could say, or really psychopath in a way. Like, even in one part of the book, uh, Miklos actually asks Mengele, do you, well, will this ever end? Like, will this ever end? And Mengele actually responds, like, it just... It just keep it just goes on and on, my friend. So anyway, Mengele was very focused. Um Miklos describes him as a person who was working all the time and he was so into his mission and to the experiments and this um whole thing that they were trying to do. Anyway, Mengele after he he managed to survive, he decided to still heal patients but to never use scalpel ever again because he had to work with so many bodies he couldn't he he, he just couldn't do it anymore so for for Miklos there is actually a happy ending of a sort but for so many people there wasn't and I just feel very blessed to have been able to read this book because it's it puts me to a whole new... Like, it gave me a lot of... It, it gave me a lot of appreciation for what I actually have. And, you know, the, the problems we face right now in the world. I mean, with the quarantine and everything. And so many people are complaining. But really, really, when you compare your situation with the stories like this, it just creates a whole new level of... You know, you are just above the little chitty chatty complaints that your mind comes up with, like on a regular basis. So this is the book I strongly suggest you to read. I read it in a couple of hours because it was so captivating, heartbreaking and so true. And really what this world, you know, what, what this world and people in it have been through is just a huge fascination of mine and so I just want to encourage you to to be appreciative of what you have and I know it's kind of crazy to compare yourself with the stories of these people it was so long time ago but still it happened it's not it was not in the movie it it was real life for so many people and I just feel like we need to really really learn from history and the quote that 
says that the history repeats itself unless we really learn from history is so so true because if we don't know the history we won't we, we won't be able to well then it, 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 it'll be repeated again so that we remember and acknowledge the the facts the the history facts so this is a little heavy podcast and uh but i really needed to talk about this because this was such a dark time of our world and really we just need to know about it and maybe really remember all those lost souls because who remembers them you know who remembers them because it was the whole families you know it was mother father children grandparents it was whole families were killed and who remembers them so let's just use this episode as a reminder for all these souls that have gone through this and let's just be appreciative of what we have and i i thank you for listening I thank you for following what I'm trying to express and I hope you get to feel what I feel when I say that that you know we need to we need to be good you know this just if there you know if if there was so much evil in the world and I know there is so much evil happening happening even right now in the world but I believe so much in the fact that, you know, the more we try to be good, the 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 more goodness, you know, we can, if there is like, if there is like 80% of us that are good, then it beats out, you know, it, it flips the coin. It's just, we can conquer the evil by being good. And so just be good. And you are good. I know you are. And just... That's not something that you hear a lot because we don't praise ourselves enough. But I know you are good and there is goodness in everybody. So let's just praise it and celebrate it and really do that which we want to do in life. And let's make those bold moves and, you know, live abroad and 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 do that which your which your soul wants you to do because that's the only way to be happy in this world to follow our hearts desires and i just wish you well and i thank you for listening once again and i see you well i i see you on my social media and i and i talk to you tomorrow bye